Come on, Tottenham, stick it in the goal. Come on, Tottenham, the pace are bloody slow. You are the first team, the last team my dreams have ever seen. Put on that lily white and run on to that green. White Hart Lane has seen its pain, it's had its loads of nights. We fought our team through thick and thin and all those glory nights. And when the game is done, we'll sing a song and talk it out all night. Hey! Come on, Tottenham, stick it in the goal. Come on, Tottenham, don't be so bloody slow. You are the first team. Hi, season six, episode six of the Tottenham Family Podcast. Joining me this week, David from now from Sussex. Good afternoon. And Mark Stoll from California. Good morning. Right, we've endured, suffered the international break, but we're here, we're back, um, and it was business as usual yesterday. Um, a emphatic win by Spurs. Um, David, um, thoughts on the game? Very pleased. Very pleased. You saw um, the Spurs of um, maybe a couple of years ago when we were taking these mid-table teams, um, putting four past them and without getting a reply. Um, we, what we saw yesterday was back to movement, um, good passing, uh, pressing. They looked happy boys. They really did. Uh, and great. What a result. Happy with it. Mark, um, we had a, we had a question from a listener, Zoe Pearson, um, who, who said, was it our most complete performance of the season so far and does Sonny save his best for Palace? Um, I definitely, it definitely was our best performance of the season so far, um, more so the first half. Um, we've, I mean, it's it's a work in progress. I think I think we, were, we improved against Arsenal and we improved again for most of the game yesterday as well so yeah it's definitely a good performance and yes yeah, son son likes a bit of palace by the looks of things and you know on another day he could have had a hat trick yesterday but it was a good performance and good timing for us it's very good timing and also really important to get a result like that at the new stadium early in the season you know that's hopefully that's really good for our uh, confidence at home as well Absolutely, and his and his goal was a carbon copy of the one he scored um, when the new stadium opened. And he's also got this habit of scoring against Palace. I think his first goal for us came against Palace four years ago, a one nil win um, at the old uh, at, at White Hart Lane. Um, impressive thing with yesterday, I think. Looking back at it, was that you know pretty much everybody one to eleven had a really decent game. Um, if there was a player that you could pick out, um, man of the match, Son, is that fair to say? You can't go past Son, can you really, for man of the match? Um, he opened up the scoring with a brilliant goal. Um, and what a lovely volley, lovely volley. That in itself almost gives him man of the match for me. But uh, there were other people, as you say. I don't remember seeing a poor game from anyone. Mm. Um, quiet, maybe one or two, but no, nothing worse. Yeah, got to be man of the match. Yeah, I'd put, I'd put Aurier in there as well. I was really impressed. It was nice to have a an energetic uh, right back playing yesterday. I mean, right from the start, he was he won the ball just before Winks took a shot in the first minute, and he was just all about it and tracking back really well. 
he ran out of steam in the end, but I just thought it was a really good performance from Morio as well. And mm. hopefully, hopefully he'll uh, we'll start getting some competition between him and KWP. We had a question from Kemp Goodrich who just says, "Note to Pochettino: When you play fullbacks, as fullbacks, the team shape improves." Um, obviously, the last, the last, um, last match against Arsenal, we had Walker Peters out injured. And I think Maria was an option, and, and I, I seem to recall he made the bench that 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 game. But we didn't start yeah. him, and we started Sanchez, who, who looked all over the place um, in that in that game. Um, thoughts, thoughts on that, really? I suppose there, there there are two elements there. There's one about Sanchez, and he's he's not a you know he's not a fullback, so um, you know. It's argue, arguably you could say he's maybe not had a great start to the season at, 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 uh, so far, um, but in, in fairness to him, he, he's not he's not a fullback, um, and, no. and 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 we, we and Pochettino did 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 pick, did pick a pick a fullback yesterday. Yesterday, I wonder if Sanchez was injured. He, he he picked up a knock in international duty. I wonder if Pochettino would have would have done what he did against Arsenal I mean I'd like, like to think not but you know I don't think so I think um, I think there's kind of a, a to me it almost looks like there's a trend going on there whereas like with certain players at the start of the season Pochettino kind of likes to assert himself with them in some way and, and generally that's by not starting them straight away and I'm just wondering whether that's that there's a bit of mind games going on with Pochettino and him like after this mm. this whole move, move situation, you know? He likes to show them who's a daddy. <laughs> Don't we all? Urie, <laughs> um, I mean, he, he, he... I was going to say he got a goal, but he didn't. It was a deflection. I, I, I'd count that as an OG. Um, but he, he put in a very good ball for um, for Sun. That, that strike was... Exquisite, but but the whole move, I I like the whole move from when Lamella picked up the ball and he just outside of his left foot sp- sprayed the ball. Um, I think it was to Ericsson and then onto onto Winks. And at one point, I thought Winks, um, the momentum of the move had stopped because Winks sort of did he sort of check back or turn inside? He pirouetted, yeah, yeah. pirouetted yeah. back. Yeah, he did. He did a down. he did a Scott Parker or a Tim Sherwood. Yeah, um, but but no, and then and then and then he then he then he found um, Maria and Maria's cross was was inch perfect, um, and and the finish was was superb. Mm. Sublime, wasn't it? Mm. Absolutely sublime. I loved that. It just what seems like a simple side foot was actually a lot of skill, a lot of power, and it just shows with Sonny. You know, he's 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 confident with either foot. He really is. In fact, I don't even know what his his favourite foot is, whether he's left or right footed. I'm not really sure. That's the power of the bloke. No, that's. I wish more foot. We've you and I talked about this before, David. I wish more yeah. foot, more footballers were would um would, were two footed or, or, or comfortable with their weaker yeah. foot, as it were. Um, a statement from uh, more of a statement than a question from Ed Brad who says that was the kind of win we, we, we needed, putting a weak side to the sword. Um, I'd agree with that in the I think that it it's been long overdue. A team has has we haven't sort of dispatched a team like that for for, for quite a while. 
Um, but I most, didn't, of I, this year, most of this year. Yeah, right? yeah. Think about right. it. Yeah, but yeah. I, I just didn't expect it to be um, against Palace. Nah. I was expecting a cagey nah. affair, a 1-0 win. So to do that, I mean... And it has to be said, on the back of a good performance, um, just before the international break, away at, um, at Woolwich. So um, I think to do that, you know, we're sitting third in the table. Um, suddenly, we've got a little bit more confidence than, and I, I say we, I mean as fans, than, than we did. We're a little bit more upbeat about things than we were um, a few weeks ago. Yeah, we Well, that, that performance in the first half yesterday was like, everything was like pitched up, right? It was more incisive. There was more pace about our passing. There was more movement. It was what we want to see. It really was. It's what, this is when we're exciting when we play like that. And we didn't get to see a lot of that recently, mm. you know? So it was it was it was definitely a good performance, but it was it was a, a game of two halves as well. I mean it was great mm. in the first half and then this the the first half was the game against Palace that nobody expected and the second half was the game against Palace that everyone expected. Right? That was like the second half was like a normal game against Palace. Just hard fought and not much, not much sort of real good action in the final third. And uh, no, it was I was very happy with that win, and it, that scoreline was a definite surprise. Oh, I agree with you. Uh, I would like to put a shout out for Sissoko um, on that game. Very quietly got on with his game, but actually was very instrumental getting the ball, collecting it, running with it. If, if you've got him in your fantasy football team, you won't be scoring any points. But he had a couple of very incisive through balls. But, of course, that wasn't the final pass to the goal scorer. So he never shows up on the radar. But he really is instrumental so much to what Spurs do now. And, and that's a real shout-out. And, and I'm sure Pochettino, when he writes his team sheet out... I think Sissoko is now really one of the first that goes on there. Yeah, he he's, he he provides that transition from defence to attack in a different mm. way to um, Moussa Dembele used to do all, all, all those all those years ago, years ago. Um, as does by the way Winks, who who also had a superb game. Um, fair to say that 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 uh, um, Sissoko is uh, a uh, to, I mean, it's a bit of a cruel phrase, but what what um, Eric Eric Cantona described Didier Deschamps years ago, um, water carrier. Yeah, yeah, and that's that's how I that's how I see him. Really, he's the guy that does all the hard work without a great deal of recognition. And it's only afterwards you look back and you think, geez, without him, you know, I don't know how we would have really operated. We, we the rest of us would have to drop deeper and done a bit more hard work. Um, but he, he he did it yesterday. And in fact, what it seemed to happen, uh, and you were there, Javid, uh, and saw more than I did on my little screen, but you get a more overall picture. But where we start with the back four, um, we seem to play more with the back five once we started going forward. And the full backs, and Anurie being the particular one, was getting very far forward. But Sissoko was dropping very deep and he was actually covering the right-hand side very often for Aurier. And was sitting there waiting for Aurier to get back. And he did belt back Aurier, but the cover was there. Other than that, he sat in front of the two um, centre-backs. So it sort of made that three. Um, and, it, and it was quite nice to see that. And I think it's something that Pochettino is always wanting and it keeps failing when he does this back five with flying fullbacks we seem to get caught and, and 
teams have their forwards mm. go running off into the corner flags where there's space and pick up the ball, then come running at us. And we can't seem to stop that. But that never happened yesterday. Um, and, and that all worked very well. And it gave us that option, that width with Aurier. It, it did. And I think I think part of the reason why it worked well is you've got somebody athletic like Sissoko who, who can cover back as well as somebody like Uria who, who, if he does lose it, he's, he can track back quickly. Um, or if somebody like, say, for example, Kieran Trippier in the past um, would get caught upfield and um, you know wouldn't have the pace necessarily to no. to, 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 to get back. Um, Uria also has to be said that the way that we set up that you, you described, um, whilst he found himself in those positions when he did have the ball he used it well there was no there weren't any poor crosses there wasn't any indecision there wasn't the erratic nature that we've seen sometimes from from Serge um he he had a really decent well certainly his first half he had a really good first half and I think if he plays at that level consistently then um we've we've got over the course of the season we've, we've got a decent right back as well as another one in Walker Peters who who's now um I can't say he's a second choice because I don't really know who the first choice is, but we've now got two out-and-out right-backs vying, competing for a, for, a, for a place, whereas in the past it would have been Trippier and, and Serge. And let's face it, Walker Peters wouldn't have got, got a look in, but this season he's had a few chances. He knows he doesn't have Trippier in front of him, so um, I think that, that gives him some hope, as well as competition, which hopefully in turn will make him a better player. Mm. Um, just looking looking through the the, the one to eleven, obviously we, we, we touched on Uriah. I don't think Luis had much to do. Um, uh, Rose, I thought, and I've been critical of him in the past few weeks. I thought he had a decent game. Um, the Tongan was solid. Alvaro was, so, was solid, and, and some of his, some of his passing going forward was superb. We touched upon Sissoko Winks. Um, he, I thought he had a blinder. He 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 played really really well. Yeah, he, he quietly gets on with it in a sense, doesn't he? He's not everybody's favourite either. I, I don't understand, mm. but he's a player you essentially need, like Sissoko. You need someone who can keep the ball and keep cycling the ball in and out, in and out, trying to pull the other team around and make those spaces. You need that sort of player, and he does that. Pochettino clearly trusts him to do all that. I mean, we've seen, you know, he stuck him in against Real Madrid, didn't he, a couple of seasons ago? Um, and he was superb in the very best company, uh, and he was not out of place. And that's that's the measure of the lad. So, yeah, great, great little player. Mark, thoughts on Winks? I think he's got the makings of a great player. I just feel that he's kind of it's time now for him to step out up a little bit I want to see him a lot more confident going forwards and being more incisive than he has been at times I think it's time for him to you know show us what he's got if there's more to him I mean he's a, he's a, he's a, he's a good player don't get me wrong I just I just want to see more from him I want to see him get you know three or four assists a season and something like that start get, adding that to his game. Mm. I, I think he's the type of player that's not... I'm not sure he's going to be doing that 
very very much i mean i can improve but i just sense that he'll end up giving it to somebody who will then make that incisive pass i.e taking it out to uria the fullback um or, or the left back whoever that might be and it may well be testing on the future feeding him in then the ball comes in and away we go and again if you had him in your fancy football team you wouldn't be doing too well but that's not the measure of the lad. You know, that's not what he does. He doesn't get the points. He doesn't score. And he doesn't necessarily get those assists. Mm. It'd be great if he can, but I'm I'm not sure he's that player. Right, right. He's good at picking up the ball, recycling it, starting moves. Um, maybe you know, the, the the one thing he needs to add to his game is you know, the odd goal or or that. We've seen it before that 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 killer pass. Um, if, you, if you consider the, the the pass yesterday when he laid it on um, the surge to get the, the, the cross in for, for, for Sonny, or against uh, was it Real Madrid um, when he found Trippier um, on right. the right right hand side. Um, yeah, there's certainly stuff that he can add to his you know makeup if he wants to go to that next level. Mm. Um, yeah, I, I I literally mean make more forward passes. That's yeah. literally what I'm talking about. A yeah. bit more more incisive, like yeah. we were yesterday. And Sissoko was more incisive than and Winks was. They both had a really good performance. And that's what we want to see. Yeah, I don't see I don't see him chipping the ball. He doesn't chip the ball, does he? Sometimes. I mean, yesterday, um, old Toby Alderoid who. Who would score again? Score a lot of points. He would because not only did he get a clean sheet, but he had a lovely through ball, chip ball through to Son. That's not what he does, is it? For some odd reason, he tends to keep it on the deck, doesn't he? Little slide rule passes in between defenders, um, but tend to be out wide, not as you're suggesting through into that centre. Saying that, I mean, you could playing someone like Newcastle. It just was impossible to try and find that sort of pass, but it would have been nice to try it. Well, one of the reasons I, I thought. Against particularly against well both Villa but particularly against Newcastle that that we couldn't sort of find that 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 pass was because the movement wasn't there, and I think yesterday um, the passing was good, um, we were quick out of the blocks, you know we we pressed them high up the pitch, um, we moved the ball quickly, but the movement off the ball I thought was particularly was 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 really good because you've got players making r- runs which which creates creates space um but they also then intelligent runs give other players whoever's on the ball let's say ericsson for the sake of argument an option a passing option i mean you don't have players making the making the runs and everything static then it's 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 going to be difficult you know it's just going to get to the point where yeah you're just passing it side to side and and that's not how you're going to win a game of football and i, and no. I think in that respect yesterday we we we, we were very good um, just very briefly, um, Don Bele came on for Winks. Um, it was, a, I think, it was about twenty, maybe more minutes. I don't know. I can't recall. Uh, at least twenty minutes he was on the pitch. Um, what did he, either of you make of his performance? There's one or two nice touches. I thought. I think it was about the same as, as his others. He's had moments where you've been like, oh, oh yeah, and then you've had moments where you've been like, oh. You know, he's still finding his feet. I think still finding his feet with the team and and in the league. And we haven't seen the best of him yet, but he mm. he did all right. He did all right to come on. It was good for him. You know, he did. He got to 
play with no fear or worry with the scoreline. So it would have been good for him to have that time. Yeah, I, I, I broadly agree with that. It was nothing um, special. Um, he lost the ball once, started to uh, spin around in the wrong place. Um, and that's what I remember of Mora doing that and um, probably Sonny a little bit. But once they settle into the side, once they... Um, learn Pochino's ways or what he desires um, you'll, you'll see I'm sure a very good player you could see he's a very powerful very quick across the ground lad um, and uh, got a little bit of skill with him as well so I, I just hope he settles very fast I had a question from the Dorset Spur who said uh, Twitter handle is at Dorset Spur he says is that the best football we've played since Everton away last season so that would have been the 6-2 back in yeah. December yeah, 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 definitely, definitely. We, and that's that's it's, it's a poor reflection on us, isn't it? Really, that um, that's the best since then. Considering finished third, reached Champions League final, for goodness sake. I mean, we're not necessarily yeah. we're not talking about necessarily how many goals, but we're just talking about a more complete performance. And yeah, we've been awful, really. I say awful, but we've been pretty anonymous since that Everton game. I, I would say. I think we should have beaten Manchester United. We lost 1-0 at home. That was awful, but not not at our best. Yeah, I would say it is. Yeah, I fully agree. I thought, as I think, I'd say probably for all of Pochettino's Premier League seasons so far, last season was probably the least entertaining. Mm. Yeah. Last, it's weird because last season, I think I've said it before on the pod, last season it felt though we'd regress slightly domestically in you know in terms of the league yeah. but in Europe I think we'd 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 um, matured as a side and, and, and yeah and we did yeah um like two different teams well, yeah another question from Kemp Goodrich he just says corner turned or was it just a case of Palace I definitely go with corner turned uh, I'm sticking my neck out here a bit because you you know you're just going to get a, a sort of a bloody nose saying things like that but I felt the team looked far more together yesterday there was a whole difference there was a whole body language difference uh, I'm aware that Pochettino had a, a meeting with the players so they said now it was meeting a, a sort of clear the air and I think this is all to do with after the closing of the transfer window in Europe now we're going to knuckle down and get the players to play again and even if it means playing for um uh, possible suitors, um, whatever it is, but you know none of this nonsense of, of sulking. Let's play as a team, and, it, and it, if that's what he said, if that's what he did, that showed yesterday, and that well, I would say is yes, turning a corner. It looked looks to me that that was, and I think the players will that come out of that and feel much more confident next game that um, they can produce a performance again. Yeah, I think it's uh, momentum. Definitely momentum for us. It's just it's another step up, and us hopefully, you know, finding our feet and really getting a getting a good run together. Mm. Hopefully, this is the start of it. So, yeah, it was definitely good. I know, I know, we haven't discussed Lamella and he scored a goal, um, but there's a question later on in the running order, so we'll, we'll come back to. Um, Eric Lamella's performance and, and just generally him uh, a little bit later in the show um, just looking ahead to next week we've got we've got Leicester away on um, on Saturday it's an early start um, how do you chap see that, that game going? 
Mark? That's not going to be an easy one. I think Leicester have had a tough start to the season. They've done reasonably well, maybe not as well as they could have, but you can see they've got something there. Even in the games where they've, they've um, maybe haven't got all three points, they've still put in a decent performance. So, yeah, with our current away record, I would be probably pretty okay with coming away with a point. Be very happy if we get three. It would be a very good place for us to do that, but we'll see. I mean, it's Leicester. They will come to play. You know, maybe they'll be kind of like Everton are when if we go to play them at their place. You know, they've, they're going to play to win, and we like playing teams like that. That suits us. So I, re- I reckon it'll be an entertaining game no matter mm. what. Yes, they won't. They won't shy away from it. They'll they'll fancy their chances. So they should do. I I, I do respect um, their manager. I think. Um, I, I, <laughs> He's definitely got that sort of way of getting teams to play with confidence. Um, we won two nil there last year. Um, I was over, I remember feeling overjoyed about that. I thought we'd done very well to come away with all three points because I, I remember going up there then thinking this is going to be very difficult. In fact, that was only a few weeks after that helicopter crash, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So, um, but I, mm, I, I know I'd accept a draw, but. I feel under the present circumstances, I really fancy our chances to to get three points, and we should do, we should do. But they were, they, I fancied them for top six this season. I really did, under Rogers. Yeah, yeah. I do. I mean, they've lost Maguire. I think that that's a blow. Um, I think, look, I think we're more than capable of going there and getting, um, getting, getting the three points. And I, I don't mean to, I don't mean to. Sound to be sort of disrespectful to to Leicester, and I think they're a very good team. But if they're to win, um, if they did win, I'm sure it would be due to their abilities, etc., etc. I'm not, I don't want to diminish that in any way, but I, I think that really often we're, when we do lose matches, we're the, we're the architects of, of, of our own downfall. Um, I think it's a, it's less about the opposition than than more about us. Um, and I think that you know we can sometimes we can be our worst, our own worst you know enemy, and whether that's by you know not turning up or or, or not getting it tactically right or whatever it might be. Um, but I think if we've got it spot on and play to our capabilities, then um, we're perfectly capable of getting results away from home. We've 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 done that in the past, albeit we haven't done that since January. This year against Fulham away, um, but that's got to change sooner, sooner rather than later. And um, you know, if we play like we did yesterday, if we, if we play like we did um, in periods against um, Woolwich, then I think we'll be we'll, we'll be fine, and we should hopefully come away with the three points. Um, right, in the second half of the podcast, um, we've got a few more questions um, that I want to look at. Um, we'll also look ahead to. Um, our match against Olympiakos on Wednesday. Um, but before we discuss any of that, the Spurs ladies were in action last last week and they kicked off um, against Chelsea and they played earlier today. So here is Bex with this week's Spurs ladies update. Hiya, it's Bex to let you know what's going on with Spurs women this season. Um, the season started quite well. So the season started the week last weekend when they played Chelsea women at Stamford Bridge, which is really, really important, I think, to be playing at big grounds 
with the opportunity to have lots of people there. So previously attendance is, you know, below a thousand and 25,000 people saw that game last weekend, which I think is really important. Um, Very uh, good for the Spurs team, not just for the Spurs team, but also for women's football, which I think is on the back of the hype from the Women's World Cup, which was well received earlier this year. So whilst they played at Stamford Bridge and that was really good for them, they came away with a loss. Just the one goal, though, from Chelsea. Not that disappointing. Um, um, I thought, and I'm fairly sure I wasn't the only one to think that against a very well-established WSL1 team, the defeat would have been much higher. But the girls fought really well. There's a great article on the Spurs website about the manager, Karen Hills, uh, what her experience was, what her impression of the day was. Girls also played today. They played Liverpool at the Hive, which is their new home ground, and came away with a 1-0 win. Goal was scored by Rachel Furness, who joined this team on loan from Reading on Friday the 6th of September. So she's done really well then if she's come in, settled, been training with the team and then managed to score. It was a penalty and it was bang on half time. So I think we did really well to hold them and I'm sure everybody will be pleased. I also note from today that previously looking for the result of a Spurs women's game straight after the game or even the same week was sometimes a little bit hit and miss on the website. I'm really pleased to see that there's a lot more information there now. You can get that, the um, match report, you can get that right now, which is really impressive and a big change from previous years. So today's result currently leaves us sixth in the table, which again is um, up to date, which is really nice to see. Ah, Liverpool women are right at the bottom. Ah, Nobody's sad about that. And actually, we're ahead of Man United women, although they've only played one, but that would be really nice if we could do better than them this season. The next game is next Sunday, the 22nd at two o'clock. That again is at the Hive in London and that's against Reading. That is a League Cup match rather than a league match. Um, If you do have the opportunity to go, obviously they're playing quite well at the moment and that's a good game to see. And the following game after that, again, really interesting. It's the 29th of September. It's a half past two kickoff and it's at the London Stadium against West Ham. So if you do get the opportunity, they are starting to play these much bigger stadiums um definitely go see them anyway that's quite a lot of waffle from me um i am on twitter at bunches Bex. if you want to know anything failing that go to the spurs website and have a look the information is much more readily available and it's really accurate bizarre anyway cheers bye thank you bex and congratulations to the ladies on getting their first win in the wsl right um olympiakos and we're playing them away from home on Wednesday, um, return of the Champions League. How do you see that game panning out? Uh, well, I, I, I'm fairly confident because we're a few years ago we struggled in Europe and we're a much more experienced side now. Um, it's not going to be easy with Olympiacos. Um, I'm sure they're, they're, they've watched some, us quite a bit. Um, we'll change the side a bit to try and um, give them a little bit of a curveball. I would like to think maybe an odd goal we could come back with all three points and start well. Uh, and that way, hopefully, we will um, be able to play some fringe players later on in the tournament uh, or in the, the group games if we've qualified. But, yeah, they're a, uh, I'm sure they're a tidy side to get get in there. Um, but I think we should. We should. Um, and I, I, I'll say I think there'll be about four or five changes um, I see Ben Davis coming in, Delhi coming in. Um, there's quite a few players to come in, uh, uh, um, Mora to come in. Yeah. Um, so I, I, and, and 
I think Moore is a good European player. Actually, it, it looks good in the, in the European game. So mm. yeah, I, I, I think we'd, I think we'll do a job. I think we'll do a job. He hopes. Mark, um, you're you're an expert on on Greek football. Um, tell us about Olympiakos. Oh well, where do I start? Where do I start? They're from Athens. Are they? Oh shit. Okay. Well, I learned something new today. Um, no, I mean I don't know nothing about Olympiakos. My experience of Greek football in the past has been that they play kind of uh, they play very fast games. So. By all accounts, it should be an interesting match. I expect us yeah. to uh, put in a good performance. They, um, I read somewhere. I don't know the stat exactly, but they've, I think they've conceded like one goal in I don't know five or six matches this season. Albeit, um, I guess they're against Greek teams who are probably other Greek teams who are probably not the best, and 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 some Euro. Um, Champions League qualification games. Having said all of that, we played a Palace team yesterday who supposedly had the well, who did have the best defence on, on on record going after four matches, and we um, <laughs> we we put them aside um, within the first half, within the first half, scoring scoring four four goals, um, which uh, which was impressive. I did also read somewhere. Who was telling me? Somebody was telling me um, that um, it might have been yourself, Mark. Um, that that's the first time since um, that we, it's the first time since I don't know whenever that we've scored as many as four goals within the space of thirty minutes. Three goals in the first thirty, yeah, since February two thousand twelve. Okay, yeah, it was you, Tommy. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Long time. Yeah. Um, I've lost my thread. Uh, yeah, so um, yeah, I think they are. They've um, yeah, their their record in terms of defensively seems to be good so far. But I suppose we shouldn't read too much into that. Um, I'm. They, they don't. I say they they haven't conceded a goal this season. They won five nil yesterday against Volos. Mm-hmm. They had a player sent off. So they were down to ten. So it's difficult to read too much. But they are top um, with four points, but only three games played. So I, who knows? I'm a little bit concerned about this because I've I'm going out to Greece on Tuesday. Um, I've never been to Greece before, and this was all a little bit last minute. Um, anyway, um, I've watched this two, three times before in Europe away from home. Inter a year ago in the San Siro, we lost. The Champions League, Champions League final, we lost. Man City away, is that a European game? Yeah. Yep, okay, well, we lost that as well. Technically, technically we did lose on the night. We lost 4-3. I mean, I, I know we went through, went through, but we lost that match. I've, I've never seen us win or draw, even. Um, I'm just hoping the same thing doesn't happen on... Uh, against Olympiacos, it's not one of these nights where we just slip up and uh, you know. I think, no. I think of nights in Europa against was it Genk um, where we played oh, poorly or, yeah. or whoever else, and then even re- more recent times Champions League games against Monaco and Leverkusen at home. And uh, uh, hopefully, hopefully it'll be fine. Just just on the on the sticking with the Champions League, and um, we had a question from Ed. Brad, who says, with a significant number of players in, in the last year of their contracts, so he, he means Toby, Jan, and Ericsson, do we include them in the Champions League squads, keeping in mind they may sign pre-contracts with other clubs in January? Now, I, 
I think the, the Champions League squads are already finalised. Um, I though, though I do believe that you've got to resubmit them in January should we progress to the knockout stage. And my right. thought, my thoughts on that are that you 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 play your strongest players. You you pick your you you pick your strongest players. So you know you can't think oh well we won't include so and so player because they might might be off etc. No, Pochettino would get hammered if he did that, wouldn't he? Hmm. Yeah. Especially with the number of players we have in that position. <laughs> that would just that'd be ridiculous. I mean, if they if 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 they even if they've signed a pre-contract, you know, it's like well they're going to play. So if you've signed a pre-contract with them, don't expect me not to play because of that. You either you either buy them now or you wait. Yeah, you have to play him. Absolutely have to play him. Um, and, and keep a happy ship. He, he clearly did that yesterday. You could imagine what that would do to the, the, the players themselves and the squad if, if he started to push them out. Um, it it would just bring disruption and probably the end of his own job. So, no, no. He, play them and play them happily. Talking of um, Champions League and, and selecting players for... for, for um... Well, naming them in, in, in the Champions League squad. Um, I wonder if Dybala features for Juventus against Atletico Madrid on Wednesday. Mm. I don't know if he's in the squad. Um, he's, he's definitely in the squad. That's the squad. for sure. Okay. They've, they've, they've dropped a couple out. Sorry, he's dropped Mandzukic out. I know that. Um, and there's one other name and I can't remember. But uh, Emre, Emre Chan. Emre Chan. That was it. Emre Chan's out. He's You're basically exactly told right. him he can leave. Yeah, I'm surprised about a little bit surprised about that. Mm. Um, Sari's a Sari's a a divisive character, isn't he? A strange fellow. I, I don't really understand him. And he's gone to Juventus and starting to stir things up. Um, well, he's Italian, so um, there's no sort of loss of communication, I don't suppose, in amongst the hierarchy. But uh, what the hell? But I can see, I, I can still see Dybala um, coming to Spurs. Um, I still think there's there's a possibility um, and that would be a marquee signing for us and as you say January if he if he doesn't play for them um, or those in the squad then yeah um, we could include him in the squad in January if we were to purchase him who knows hmm. yeah I'd be happy with that the more I think about it the more I think Dybala could be a good player for us you know they, people always complain that we don't have enough players that can do that something different and he definitely he falls into that category for me so I think he could be a very good addition mm. yeah he duffed us up didn't he with that goal <laughs> yeah <laughs> swine okay uh, a couple more questions um, I did say we would we, we'd come back to this so uh, we haven't really discussed Eric, Eric Lamella and his performance yesterday question from darren pamenter his twitter handle is at dasp1919 darren says lamella continues to divide opinion opinions amongst fans but after another goal and decent performance is he likely to keep mura out for the foreseeable future he seems a vital cog in poch's plans now fully fit well i think i think lamella had a very good game again yesterday um, he made lots of really good runs in in the area as well that didn't necessarily get picked out. He he had a really good game, and he, he you know he worked hard. He was part of the pressing, 
when we went through those periods where we pressed the ball really well and made him cough it up, um, he was he was really good. Now, I, I don't see, for me, um, Mora and Lamella aren't in competition for places. For me, Mora's in competition with Sun and possibly Ali. You know, with, for me, Lamella's in competition with Ericsson or Lo Celso. Um, Delhi, maybe? Or, or Delhi, yeah. yeah. All those players are needed for, for a squad. It is a squad game now. We, it, it, I don't think it's putting one player or another. Even if we got to, say, another Champions League final, God forbid, um, I think the side would be selected based on the team we're playing and not necessarily I'm just going to pick the 11 players yeah. I, I still <laughs> wouldn't know then whether Mora is before whoever um, if he was picked I wouldn't say then you know well we're playing Mora because maybe they've got right. a, a poor fullback or something who knows but I, I, I would switch this around with Lamella I mean he's, he's been really good for us if we turn around and some people made oh Lamella you know we do oh, Lamella well fine well you go out there to the market you buy a player who's willing to come in and out the side um who's who's top quality he's good better than Lamella very difficult if Lamella seems to be as he seems to be happy he is a really good squad player as is Mora these are really good squad players. We have to look at it that way. It's not easy. Um, we tried to take... Uh, I'm just trying to think of the Chelsea um, centre-forward um, that uh, the Spanish lad we didn't get. Oh. Um, um, oh. Can't think. Can't think. Um, anyway, um, he wouldn't come to us. He said... Well, why, why should I come to you? He said, you, you've got Harry Kane. I'm not sitting on the bench. That always always pops up in my head, that one. Yeah. And, and you know, he was nice enough about it, and I understood. Um, but, you know, end of the day, he's right. You know, if you don't want to sit on the... You know, well, we've got Lamella, who quietly really gets on with it. He doesn't seem to complain. He sits on the bench when we ask him to. He comes on and tries his level best. Maratta. I know sometimes he gives it away, but... Sorry? Maratta. Maratta. Thank you, yes. Alvaro Morata. Thank you. Yeah, Morata. And I, and, I, and I appreciated his comment. I thought it was a really good comment. But that's where we are now. You know, we've got someone like Kane and getting in that top player. In. Now, Dybala comes in. I, I just see him as a, well, he's a bit of a shoe-in with Dybala. You know, I, I think the other players are going to have to up their game with Dybala. And that's that, I think, is Pochettino's tactic if he was to bring in a player of that quality and say, well, this lad's coming in. Now you've got to play for your place. You've got to up your game. Look Look at how many impact players we have available to us now. How many different players can change the game that yep. offer something different or offers or, or can offer the same and cover each other, you know? Mm. Really, I, really unbelievable, their strength in attack now. We've just got to get it all clicking. Yeah. I, I don't think... I don't think our squad has ever been that bad, to be honest. I think a lot of people are saying, oh, it's, it's looking really good this week. We've suddenly got... We've been really unfortunate the last few seasons with with injuries. Um, you know, you can have one or two injuries and then other players step in. But there have been points in time where... Uh, OK, so case in point, last season, we had Harry Kane injured. That that never actually, although it's always a blow, I always feel we, we've got the personnel to adapt and play in a different way. 
can play with the false nine, etc. Sonny normally steps up. But if you take the point at which we had, I think it was Chelsea in the second leg of the semi-final of the League Cup, I think Son was on international duty. It was one of those occasions he was so he was out of the picture. Kane was also injured, so you got that's it. You got your two main strikers. I think Delhi was out as well, and then we had to play Lorente against um, Chelsea at the Bridge. Um, I think we've been unfortunate sometimes with injuries in that we've had not just maybe one or two, but we've had more than one or two and in the same position, so that yeah. the, the, the you know the backup options or the other or the alternative alternative options that aren't there. This season at the moment, we've got although Lacelso's out injured, we've got you know Lamella, we've got Mora, we've got Son, we've got Ericsson, we've got Kane, we've got Delhi. Delhi was obviously injured up until recently, but now we've got all of those back, um, and you know, and a fit Lamella that's, that's, that's playing well, um, and that that can only be a good, good thing. It, it's a squad game on on Lamella. I don't really get off. I really can't understand our fans. Um, no. It just, you know, the the boys had. He's been really unfortunate with 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 injuries, um, and he's had spells for us where he ha- he's done really well. I mean, the, the twenty fifteen. I, I think his best season was that Leicester season twenty fifteen sixteen. He played a lot of games then. Okay, that's that's a few seasons back, but um, you know he's he's been riddled riddled with injuries, and now he's back in the team. Um, he's playing. He's playing a part. And if he stays fit, then um, you know I, I don't see what the issue is, and he and he offers something different to other players. So yeah, I just I, I, I just can't. I, it's they're a vital just can't. They're just they're just never satisfied with him. It don't no. matter. It's like oh shit, yeah. Why the hell are you playing this guy that keeps like scoring and getting assists, Pochettino? What the fuck? Right? Seriously. It's just he he can't win. It's it's never. I don't think it's ever going to be better than this for him. Unfortunately, with some people, but uh, there's we, still plenty of us around that that appreciate and understand. Yeah, we have to back the manager. We, you know, who who wouldn't back Pochettino? He's possibly the most sought after manager, arguably in the world at the moment. Um, so why wouldn't you back him? I mean, if you don't back him, you'll lose him. What is possibly the best manager around? Well, he's the best manager we've had since Keith Birkinshaw. That's 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 a that's a matter of fact. Um, yeah, you could argue, in terms of league standings, he's the best manager since the Bill Nick. Yeah. Um, All right. Well, he he is because yeah, yeah. That's I don't think that that's even up 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 for, up for discussion if you're just looking at league league positions and consistently finishing as high as we have um what's yeah. missing is is obviously the trophies and we yeah we hope they he's come. got the he's got the best hair since jerry francis as well well uh, i don't know about that he's, he's got the best hair since christian gross certainly <laughs> oh christian gross and his travel cards um <laughs> Right, final question. I'm just going to just going to go back to uh, we talked about Winks earlier. So this is from Gilly, his Twitter handle is at I know Alan Gilzine, uh, and he just says Winks is very good yesterday. Even had a couple of bad, even had a couple of shots, albeit bad ones. Do you see Winks retaining um, his spot once everybody's fit? Um, he's the first mid- midfielder on the team sheet for me at the moment. 
Well, I do. I, 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 you know, I, I would say yes to that broadly. But as I go back to my initial comment um, earlier on, that this is a squad game and they're, they're constantly rotating and it will depend on the game. But yeah, I, I, I think he's a, a great little player um, and I think he's got a great future. And I like the way he keeps the ball. He moves it around. Uh, he pulls um the defence is about and, and makes openings, and I know he doesn't, um, as I say, he doesn't uh, necessarily uh, get a killer pass um, for goals or, or scores. But no, I, I, I see him. Yeah, I, th- I think as a broad comment, yeah, I see him keeping his place. Yeah, I see him playing eighty percent of our games. You know, ninety percent of our games for sure. Mm. I think it'll be on Dumbelle and Sissoko that will flip flop if anybody. And I'd, I, and I'd agree with that. I think I don't think that'd be a bad thing for us. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we've got. I'd, I'd agree. If, if he's fully fit, yeah, I think I think you know, eighty percent plus. I think is, is a fair assessment. And there's going to be times when certain games where actually they might go with other people, or or there might be times when Winks might miss a game for because of injury or suspension or whatever it might be, and somebody else oh. might. Somebody else might come in and, and might stake a claim, and, and then and then they'll be difficult to dislodge, and that's no reflection on on Winks. Um, we've actually got, do you know what? We've got quite a bit of depth in that middle of the park. If you you know, considering Winks, um, Sissoko, Dombele, uh, then if you look past that, if you, if you if you if you sort of accept that they're the main. Starters, so or two of those three will, will be the main start- starters if we're playing with a double pivot. You've got two players who made the bench yesterday, Wanyama and Dyer, um, yeah. who are solid players, and Dyer's versatile. My, my concern with those two is they, they need a regular run of, the, run of games, otherwise they will get rusty, or even more rusty. And then you've got Oliver Skip, who I, yeah. I was really impressed with in pre-season. I think, I think he's, he's sort of pushed on from last season, from what I saw... In, in pre-season, um, so there's you know there's, there's options there. There's even an argument for when Lacelso is finally available for him to play. You know, you can play certainly further forward, but for him to play in a sort of deeper, deeper role, picking up the yeah. ball deep and, and carrying it forward. So there's there is depth, uh, which is good. Yeah. Right. Um, the next podcast we will be recording a week. Today, uh, Sunday, Sunday afternoon, day after the Leicester match. Um, until then, all that's left for me to say is thank you, Mark. Thank you. Thank you, David. Cheers. And until next time, the future's bright, the future's lily white. Good night. Come on, Tottenham, stick it in the goal. Come on, Tottenham, 
from the base of bloody slow You are the first team, the last team my dreams have ever seen Pull on that lily white and run on to that green Oh, we've seen them come, we've seen them go The names up on our shirt Gods have failed as men are hailed And faces in the dirt Now gather round and sing it out And we'll talk out all the hurt